Welcome to the podcast. Hey, I'm Justin Meyer. Uh, I want to talk about something I get questions about all the time, and that's this uh, the oversaturation of the market. Is that there seems like we know a million people, and everybody's a photographer. Um, I was shooting for the Iowa Association of Realtors the other day, and we were just uh, comparing the two of those things. And it sounds like to get your realtor's license, it costs $2,000, something like that. And I think that with $2,000, you can head over to Best Buy and get a camera and spend a few minutes on Facebook. And you know, you're know you a Best Buy trip and an hour at Facebook away from having your own uh, photography business. So I think that kind of the, the general trend in the industry is to kind of poo-poo that and say, that's so stupid or that's ridiculous. And um, I, I don't know that I have those same feelings. So I want to give some of my thoughts on that. I want to talk about kind of the three, three of the categories that I see. And that's like the, and this is not like a fair statement or all encompassing, but like the momtographer, like the hobbyist who's making a little bit of money on it. Um, I'm going to say the side hustler and then the full-time pro. So, um, a few things that we know to be true. And, uh, the first one is that, that people take pictures of everything. Um, that's the craziest part about photography is that like, if you like uh, flowers, there's like people that just take pictures of flowers. If you love horses, there's people that specialize in horses. And I think that the majority of us have a, um, I mean, if you listen to this podcast, you probably are listening to it on your phone and you have a phone, you probably take photos on that phone. And so it's like, we just are so, everything we do, I mean, I, I shoot photos every single day on my phone, my camera. I mean, that, that's how the majority of us work. And on top of that, I probably spend maybe two or three hours a day looking at other photos on Instagram on uh, social media. So we are like digesting. I mean, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, I wasn't looking at three hours a day of photos. So there's just so, 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 so much now that we're photographing. Um, all that to say is that like there is the market is massive. So not only is there, are there a lot of photographers in the market, but there's so many uses for photos. So we're looking at photos, um, in ads, uh, as displays in social media, as artwork in our home, our personal pictures, we're using them to communicate. I mean, there's, uh, yeah, it's just, it, they're everywhere. So the idea that everybody's taking photos, it only makes sense because we're using them everywhere. Um, and I would even say too, that there's just, there's a place not only for everyone in the industry, in the market, but there's also like a place for every skill level because there are things that we want to take a picture of with our phone. There are things that we want to take a picture of with our camera. And then there's things that we want to pay other people to take pictures of. Um, so if I go out to eat, I might take a picture with my phone, not because I actually want a great picture of that, but I just want the reference point of like, oh yeah, that's what I got when I went to that restaurant last time or something. I think photography is a lot like uh, guitar, where when you first start playing guitar, you're terrible. And the only person that enjoys it is you. <laughs> and as you get a little bit better at guitar, you like show your girlfriend a song you're working on or something like that. And maybe she likes it mainly because she likes you. Um, and then maybe you get a little bit better and you, you know, you hang out at the bonfire with your, with your bros and, and you play for them. And so it seems like, but the better you get, the more people are able to enjoy your work. And that's the same thing with photography when you're really bad, you know, only you will enjoy it as you get a little bit better. 
you might take a picture of something that another person also enjoys and the better you get the more people can enjoy it um, so what I did here is I, I took these three categories the momtographer the side hustler and the professional and I went through some things that I see are like bad about them and good about them and then I have a little bit of advice for each category so um, first one when I talk about a momtographer let me define it I'm talking about somebody that uh, I guess I'm going to define it like this. There's no real risk. This person, and it's not always a, a mom, <laughs> but this person doesn't maybe need the income or doesn't really need it very much. So they're doing it like uh, for fun, but then beginning to charge. Um, so there are friends of mine that have got incredibly nice cameras, um, but aren't doing it for money. They just kind of do it on the side for fun. Um, so when there's no risk, uh, there, there may not be any like skin in the game so like they can fail it doesn't matter if it goes well cool if it doesn't go well um and as, if you can imagine in a lot of other industries that would be really strange so like if there was a restaurant that didn't need to make money you know so you go in and you get a burger and they bring you out a you know a <laughs> an incredible steak but then they charge you six dollars i mean that would be really weird for other restaurants um if somebody was not in it actual actually for business so one of the things that i think is really bad about um a photographer who has no need to make money is that um one they can kind of do it for whatever so as in the industry they kind of drive the price down because they don't really need any money they may not charge very much and so they're giving somebody what they're looking for um but they're so price flexible because they don't need any money. It kind of changes the price for the whole industry. Um, if you don't really need the money or you're not really sure what you're doing, maybe you sometimes the delivery is really inconsistent or maybe you don't charge very much because you don't feel like you're very good. And so, um, and, and I think in general, a lot of people that are, are just getting going, they don't really have a defined style. So they end up really just copying other people and oftentimes poorly. So, this i'm still calling it momtographer i hope that's not offensive um but i think one of the scariest parts about it to me is that it doesn't have to work and so there's this huge group of people in the industry that um have no skin in the game they don't really care about it they're not interested in following a lot of norms because it doesn't really matter um some of the good that i see though is that there are people I mean, like we said, this is a absolutely massive, massive, massive need today. And so you're able to help meet the demand. And I think that on so many of these people, it brings them a lot of joy to do it. And so you have um, people that are kind of doing this. Uh, I'm Again, I'm not calling it on the side, but they're doing this for fun. And they're, they're enjoying it. They're taking photos of a bunch of their friends. And, and the good is like there's a lot of really good personal connections. And so... Um, I see this person in the industry, um, honestly, as a really, in a lot of ways, it's a really good, it's a really beautiful and a good thing. Um, take photos, take photos of the people around you, work really hard. Um, my advice to you, if you're a mom photographer and kind of just doing it on the side or just getting started, one is, is get better. Um, if you were going to start any other business, 
it would probably be, I don't know, if I wanted to start a retail store right now, I'd probably have to have a five-year lease at the cheapest space you can get, you know, might be a thousand dollars a month and to get inventory into my store. I mean, it's like you're talking about a 50 to $250,000 investment just to get going. And so if you can go over to Best Buy and spend $2,000 and go watch eight, eight to 20 YouTube videos and get started, um, it, there's a reason maybe why things aren't taking off is because a lot of times if there's no real investment, um, and you don't take it seriously, like starting a, a real legitimate business, then you're not going to run it like a real legitimate business. So if you really want it to grow, make sure that you're actually spending some effort and energy and maybe money to, to really get good. Um, I'll say use your personal network and serve it really well. So, um, if you've got a, a lot of natural relationships, use those, take care of those people, give them great images, be, be kind to the people. Um, one thought I would say is, um, there's like this natural tendency of people to think that the, the only use for photography or the ultimate goal for photography is that you do it full time. And I would just want to say that like, Photography has been so fun for me at every stage. So when it was when I was just getting going, it was a ton of fun and it was a good little bit of money. And then when it was like my side job, it was a really good side job, you know. And now that it's my full-time thing, it's a really good full-time thing. So I would say don't be afraid to let your scope be what it is. Um, if you are not getting as many sessions as one of your friends, that's just fine. Um, serve your serve your clients really really well um, and that to me is how you build it again you might also be in a market that's so oversaturated where there just isn't space for you if that's the case find something that you love to do if you like shooting a certain like niche do that get good at that um, also there is a use to do it and maybe if the money part is getting weird uh, but you're finding a lot of joy in it, don't charge people. If you can use your photography to really bless people, um, I don't have any real issue with that. If it's a thing where like there are people that want photos but can't afford it, um, do it. I mean, that's an amazing way to, especially to the to your people around you, your friends and things like that. Um, I think the last advice I'd give is make sure you're priced um, kind of based on your goals and your needs, maybe not the market. I'll talk about this a little bit on my pricing podcast, but one thing that sometimes people will do is you, you know, we'll look at like Ali Carroll's image and say, well, I can shoot something like that. So then we must be the same price. Um, but there's a, there's a fallacy in that, that just like, I'm not Ali Carroll. I'm not her brand. I'm not her. There's some equity in just her name that you may not have, even if your images maybe look similar. So, uh, be, Develop your price logically. Come up with what you need to make um, and where you need to be. And, and that's that's kind of the advice I would give. Um, second category I'm going to chat about is the side hustlers. So I had a full-time job for, I don't know, I mean almost the whole time until four years ago. So I was doing photography on the side. And when I left, the day I got let go from my job, I called my wife and I think I had like, $75,000 in weddings that year on the books. So when I lost my job, I still was in 
just fine shape financially. So I told Allison like, hey, <laughs> lost my job. Um, do you mind if I go fishing for a few days? Oh, we're gonna be okay financially. <laughs> and she was fine with it. So the side hustle for me, I, I never had like this big risk. Um, I was doing it on the side. I was working, you know, 30 weddings a year, 35 weddings a year while I had a full-time job. Um, my guess is a lot of people that are doing side hustle, it's it's probably more in the ten to $20,000 range. Um, one of the bad parts about the side hustle game that I see is that a lot of people that are doing it on the side are really discontent. So they're always trying to look for more work. They're always trying to figure out how to get over the edge and go full time. And so um, I think sometimes people that are doing it on the side kind of have a bad attitude and will kind of complain about it in, in people that I know. Um, I also think that they're conflicted. A lot of times if you're doing it on the side, you wish you were doing it full time. And so it's kind of bittersweet whenever you do it because you know you still have to go back to work or do these other things. Um, sometimes when it's a side hustle, you don't deliver very consistently, you know, just because you're really, really busy and you work, you know, if you're working 50, 60 hours a week and then you get home, you don't feel like editing more. And so you keep pushing that back and pushing that back. And so sometimes the, the client suffers because you're delivering inconsistently. Uh, and again, a lot of times if it's, if it's your side hustle, it's because your brand hasn't been fully established. So again, you can, sometimes people are kind of copycats or they don't really have a defined style. I think again, that's not very good for the industry. Um, but that's, that's part of the natural learning process. So, um, one of the good parts about the side hustle people, especially here, uh, I'm in Des Moines, Iowa, the people here in Des Moines, a lot of them are really, really great photographers. So there are some people that are doing it on the side that are really, really good photographers that are, have great style. They just haven't built a really good brand yet. So they might have incredible images, but there's no equity in their name. They either haven't marketed themselves well, or you know they got a cool logo, but their logo ends up looking like everybody else's, and it's not any sort of anything that's really very distinguished. So um, a lot of times there's people that are doing the side hustle thing that are great at it, and it's an awesome thing, uh, but it just has to continue to run its course. You gotta serve more and more people. Um, I didn't build my brand by being particularly good at social media. I've got like something like 6,000 followers, which in the social media and in Instagram world, that's nothing. Um, but a lot of it for me was because I've shot 350 weddings and every wedding I've shot, you know, you meet 20 to 50 people at that wedding. And so you times 50 times 350, you start, there's a lot of people that have seen me and known me. Um, and so a lot of times these people that are on the side hustle, it's like maybe the brand will work. It just, you just got to give it time, let it continue to grow and mature and, and keep, um, keep working it. So kind of my advice, um, for people on the side, the side hustle is, um, maybe consider letting it continue to be a side hustle. Uh, maybe letting it, you know, there's, there's no, I'm not sure that there's a super good reason, uh, to take on the risk. You know, if, if all of a sudden you like, you know, if, if last year you only made $6,000, but you think that the way you have to do it is to go full time and get a studio and, you know, take on all this massive risk, that may not be true. You might be asking for it. Um, and that, so, uh, if it can live on the side and it, you can be profitable, I mean, 
having a twenty to forty thousand dollar like side hustle is incredible. That's crazy. Um, yeah, so I would say don't don't rush going full time. I don't know that that's I don't know that that makes a lot of sense. Um, on the other side, make sure that you price yourself based on your actual needs and your ability. So uh, I would say don't don't be giving away your work. Um, but on the other hand, I think a lot of the side hustle people that I know are probably overpriced because they're looking at the full time people and saying, oh, my stuff looks like them. And the reality is that like, well, you don't have the you don't have the reputation, you don't have the brand. So you need to be a little bit you just need more reps. You need more people to know who you are. You may have to do that by uh, by getting your price down a little bit. Um, I would say, again, if you if you really want to go and keep growing it, the same as for the momtographer is that like invest in education, keep investing in your gear, in your business, keep investing in your clients. Um, they say that, you know, a lot of businesses like large corporations, you know, two or 3% growth is huge. And so, I mean, if you made $50,000 last year and you made $51,000 this year, I mean, that's like, that's the amount of growth that most, most companies are really happy with. Um, so the idea that you would grow from, you know, $20,000 to $50,000 to $200,000, I mean, that's insane. Um, so like, make sure you have realistic expectations for yourself. Um, I would put as much money and energy into education, get as many reps as you can. Uh, you develop your style by just continuing to shoot over time, not, <clears throat> not by buying a preset. So the more you can serve people, um, I think that's how you're going to grow your, grow your business best. Um, and I guess with that, I just say that like you may not be profitable while you're building your brand and your reputation. It just it just isn't. You're probably not going to be laughing all the way to the bank while your brand is growing. It just takes time to to build it, and you got to work really hard. So that's advice for kind of the side hustlers. Um, for the full time pro, I guess. Some of the bad that I see is that a lot of times, a lot of the full-time people I know, the price is really high. Other thing too is that like there's just complicated systems. You have all this worked out, so you kind of make your clients go through all these systems um, that are like they make sense to you because you design them, but maybe they don't make sense to the client. Um, some of the good though about a professional is usually you can deliver on time because this is all you're doing. Um, you take things seriously, you have insurance. Usually by the time you're professional, you actually have better work, you have a better reputation, you can handle difficult situations. Um, so advice I'd give if you're full time, um, is just do what you do well. Uh, really focus on it, do a great job. I would say price yourself for sustainability. Um, it's awesome to be profitable, but uh, sometimes we get too greedy when things are working and then we end up like, you know, you end up burning your bridges because you got too expensive and you lose your clientele. Um, and I would say just be really like if you're if you're full time, it's, you know, I, if I'm trying to spend 40 to 60 hours a week on this stuff, I want to do the things that my full time lifestyle allows me to do. So just get back to people, follow up, deliver well. Um, that's kind of the advice. And a lot of it, I don't have a ton of advice for pros because I'm, I'm still figuring it all out myself. Um, 
there are other thoughts and there's definitely, I mean, I'm not above having frustrations or complain, complaints about uh, other people in the industry, but these are some of the things that I've seen and um, I, I'd really love to hear from you guys. If you guys have thoughts, you can reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Justin Salem Meyer on Instagram or Twitter is Justin Salem Meyer, but there's no R on the end of it because at the time I didn't think I they would let me have that many characters. Um, or shoot me an email or a Facebook message or whatever. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, have a great night.